0: and that's it
1: we are live on the internet how's it going
0: good how are you
1: i am fantastic and i like your background i was just noticing that too i was trying to read what it said but my eyes are i'm getting old
2: i don't even know what it says we just wanted to
0: hide the bed (laughs) we were trying to get good lighting
1: yeah. That, that's a good call. I should do something like that. I've got like a mess on my pool table behind me. That's what I see. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. I always,
0: every time yeah. I watch you, I always wonder what is on your pool table.
1: I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. Um, I think, I think right now it's like mail and, um, a blanket, and like a towel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you ever
0: use it for pool? Uh,
3: that's
1: no, like- no, I do not. Um, I sleep on it sometimes, um, because I don't like going to bed, but that's, that's about it.
0: You sleep yeah. on it.
1: Nice really? sleep on, I occasionally sleep on it. Yeah. That's the, the biggest use of the pool table. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it holds my mail and apparently like a blanket and a couple towels right now. So that's, what's happening. With the pool table.
3: <laughs> that's great.
1: It is, you know, but, um, it, one day someone will play pool on it. It'll be, it'll be fantastic. <laughs> it could happen. Not, not it in <laughs> soon, but it'll that one day. And then I've got the upside down Christmas tree still back there too, which that's, that's a whole separate issue. But, you
0: know. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I noticed there was a Christmas tree, and I wondered if you just keep it up year-round.
1: At this point, I think I am. Uh, that wasn't the plan, but <laughs> it's uh, it's there. Yeah, it's upside down, and it's being held out by Superman at the bottom. You can't see from here, but yeah, exactly. So um, I was just saying to you guys, that this is the first time we've had two people on at the same time, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're making history. So yeah,
3: congrats. that's awesome.
1: And, and we found out that you have to be very close to each other, which is a, a new revelation. <laughs>
3: closer than we've ever been.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully you've showered in your... Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, perfect.
0: We both so, have a so we shower often.
1: Yeah, at least once a week, you know. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, tell me about, and I either one, whichever guys you want. I just I'll direct questions to both of you and whoever wants to, to answer will do, do better. Um tell me about Judah Brown Project and uh how you guys got started in what you do. Okay.
0: Um you want to start Good. <laughs> okay. Um so in, in early 2016, um I was uh during prayer time, my boss told me about Judah's accident. And so during that time I um didn't know the statistics of drowning. So um God spoke to me and said, You need to do something. Well, with that something, my goal was to get kids um, three and under, because Judah was three, um, to, to teach them how to swim. So to get an instructor and with the instructor, um, have a group of children uh, just learn how to swim. So um, what I wanted to do was get the parents involved. And by getting the parents involved, I wanted to get them to raise funding Um And so one way I was going to give to the Browns was to um, have the parents donate the money to the instructor and the instructor donate the money to the Browns. Well, during that time, um, Judah had passed. So I didn't know the statistics of drowning. Um, So what I quickly did was um, decided that I was gonna raise this money and give it to um, the Browns as part of the funeral costs for, for Judah. (laughs) And, um, during that time, um, somebody approached me and said, I have a business and I will match dollar for dollar, everything that comes in. So, um, what happened was we were trying to look for a location for a pool. And, um, it's hard because when you have a pool, you have so many liabilities. So it wasn't easy just to to get the kids there and then have the parents sign waivers and things like that. It sounds nice, but on paper, it's, it's much harder.
1: Like a lot of things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, um, so during that time, um, Jimboree play and music um, donated, um, they actually matched dollar for dollar everything that came in and they (laughs) donated above that. So during all of that, there was somebody from Singapore. Her name is Michelle. And she heard what we wanted to do with the money and she um she sent funding from Singapore to be for us to become a five o one c three organization wow, yeah,
2: so really mean cool. in the meantime, I was in the hospital with Judah, and um this was when we knew that he wasn't gonna make it um and I was crying and upset at his bedside um and you know thinking why wasn't I told? Any of the statistics before now? Why wasn't I told how easy this can happen? Um, and I thought about my pediatrician, and I thought about I never heard anything from my pediatrician or from his preschool or anyone who worked with him um, about you know how to keep him safer around the water. And uh, I was getting really angry, and I'm like, why aren't pediatricians? Why aren't they giving this information? We give information about about, um, you know, car accidents. We give information about poisoning, but we don't give information about water safety. Um, And so she had contacted me about this, about the project, and I told her about my concerns um, and said, you know, we need to do something. We need to do, we need to get into these pediatricians' offices, and we need to get this information in there so that they can give it to their families. Um, And that's really where the main thrust of the project started, I think.
1: And I think you guys might be focusing on what arguably could be considered the most important niche right now in the water safety. Um, You know, I don't know if you saw the results of Carrie Morrison's survey, um, but she did a survey where she asked parents, uh, you know, if they've been uh, instructed about water safety from their doctor. And only like 15% had, it was a really, really low number. Um, Almost criminally low number. And I I knew it was low. I didn't realize it was that low. Um, And even more surprising, you know, the majority of her respondents, I believe, are in Florida, where water safety is a a constant conversation. And if if it's, you know, 15% here, that means it's, you know, even worse in other areas of the country. Exactly. Which you guys are in Texas. You know why? the AAP doesn't recommend some lessons for under age five? Do I know why? Well, I, so I think now it's below age one, um, in but- your area, It's
0: it, in
1: your area, correct? Um, I think it's nationwide, I could be wrong. Um, okay. But since we've been doing this since 1987, it was age five, and they used to say it was for ear infections.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, They were worried about kids getting ear infections. Um, and then later on, they said it was because kids couldn't learn how to swim before age five. Okay. Um and now uh their official position is that they recommend they s- show some efficacy um at age one. They don't recommend at six months. Mm-hmm. And it literally says in their guidebook that, you know, um infants rolling over and floating makes for compelling videos on the internet, but there is no t- statistical data that it uh it improves, you know, any chance of saving a yeah. kid, which which blows my mind. Like they literally refer to the videos on the internet. That we've all seen and then like but don't believe those uh we we have no we have no idea
0: um when you watch it firsthand like we have been
1: yeah it's 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 impossible
0: it's amazing it's amazing what these kids can do at such age and how quick they they learn it you know the rollover to float to back i mean it's just unbelievable
1: yeah and i mean the organizations that teach it have thousands of documented cases of people who have yep. reached out to them and said you know our child fell in the water and roll, rolled over and floated and it's good to go now you know
3: yep. um, that's kind of our
2: battle that's our grassroots mm-hmm. you know I feel like we need to we need to take it from the grassroots and and just go to knock on these pediatricians doors and just keep knocking until you know we get more and more pediatricians involved and we've got 40 44. 44 pediatricians offices that carry our pamphlets right now throughout the U.S. Yeah. So we've got 85 offices, um, not just pediatricians, but other, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, we call them points of first contact, Mm -hmm. um, people who, you know, have available uh, access to families with children, Mm -hmm. with young children. So we have 85 of those and then 44 of those are pediatricians.
1: I like that you guys have focused on that. I know, um it's compelling in the beginning to just want to do everything all at once. And you know, I, I think the people that do the best are the like people that pick a kind of pick a lane and you know pick something that, that reaches out to them and, and focus on it. You
0: know. Yeah, because there's so much in um drowning prevention. It's such a big um there's so many aspects to it, right? So um Focusing on, on, on one thing sometimes is best, and it, you know you just have a goal, and our goal is to save little lives.
1: Did, did you guys um, kind of waver on what you wanted to focus on before you landed on that, or did you know right away?
0: Uh, honestly, <laughs> I, it was such a God thing, Yeah, you know, um, such a God thing that first led me to um, raising awareness, you know, and once that, um, once Christy spoke about pediatricians not knowing, you know, the importance of, of water safety and and sharing this information with families, we really just geared in on pediatricians itself.
2: Yeah, how can we, I mean, I, I kind of knew from the beginning, this is what needs to happen. This is what we need to focus on mm-hmm. because, um, you know, the more information is out there. Parents can't know what to do if people aren't, you know, helping them understand what the risks are and, um, what they can do to make those risks lower. Um, and so I, I felt like the best way to do that would be to get into these, as I call them points of first contact and, and get them to talk to these people about, about this so that, you know, the families at least have that information, you know, what Mm -hmm. they do with it. we found you know, it varies on the parent. Some parents are ready to hear it and some parents aren't, but at least they have that in their minds.
1: So what else do you designate as a person of first contact?
2: Um, so we have uh, our pamphlets in pedi- pediatric dentist offices. We have them okay. in schools elementary
0: schools. Um, what else? Um, oh gosh, fire stations. We have them... Um, and all kinds of businesses throughout Texas um, Kelsey Siebel is actually one of our biggest um, carriers right now we have all 14 locations in the state of Texas
1: I'm not familiar with that what is that it's, um,
0: a, it's a hospital system
1: okay
2: yeah and uh, we also have them in like birthing centers and
0: mm-hmm. um, in places yeah. like that maternity places. and we're about to get into a pregnancy center as well oh, wow. so before they even have um, you know, the child. Our goal is to educate parents, especially mamas, um, before they even have the baby about the importance of water, because our babies are being washed before they even go home. So they're in water, you know, before they even hit the house. And so it's so important that we teach water safety yeah,
2: they, to moms. They, um, you know, we can't even leave the hospital as moms mm-hmm. with our babies without having a car seat properly strapped in the car.
1: I say so, that all the time, yeah.
2: Yeah, so why are we leaving the hospital without any information about how to keep it safe around the water?
1: Yeah, given, absolutely. Yeah.
2: Given that in, in the the one to four year old age group, um, you know, drowning is the number one cause of accidental deaths, um, and that's 14 times higher than a car accident. Why are we doing that? <laughs> why are we what? focusing on cars, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and no one's making sure that the, the pool you have in your backyard is secure in any way. You know, your, your car is secure, right? But no one's right. checking to make sure you have a fence or alarms or, you know, something to make sure your pool is safer. You know, it's weird thinking, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. Why, why, do
1: you, why do you think that is? Why do you think, you know, like cars and things like that get so much attention and regulation, but pools don't?
0: Well, what kind of like what we've been told is there are so many topics... Of, of discussion that, um, healthcare providers need to discuss Mm -hmm. that, um, when something new comes out, one gets pushed under. So, um, unfortunately, um, swimming lessons or talking about water safety in general, I think has just gotten pushed down.
1: But I mean, Uh, drought, I mean, we know drowning is number one. It's been number one for you know since i was 16 and i've been doing this um and you know car seats have been a thing in cars since i was a baby um so it just seems strange that you know the, the car companies or car seats have you know, managed to latch on and become you know a part of the culture but I, drowning even though it's far more prevalent 14 times like you said doesn't get the same traction
0: i think too eric that um statistics People have to have these statistics, right? So, swim lessons show that a child above the age of five is eighty-eight percent less likely to drown if they have, you know, lessons. So, I think statistics always have a kind of a back or. I, for, I for think. Lessons. I mean,
2: for, from our experience talking to pediatricians and talking to these doctors, a lot of them don't even know these yes. statistics. Mm-hmm. So, I think mm-hmm. a, a lot of it is just lack of awareness, lack mm-hmm. of knowledge. Um, it's just not being put out there enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we see it in the news, but then everyone thinks, oh, how tragic. And then mm-hmm. it just goes away. They don't really understand. I know that every time we talk to someone and we give them their statistics, it's it's like their eyes. You know, it's like a deer caught in headlights. They realize, oh, oh, I didn't know that before. And then they take it more seriously. Yeah. I think that's why it's so important to get this information into as many offices as we can, because they just don't know. Even the doctors don't know
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, as far as why it's caught on. I, I think it's it's you know, there's been a, a large push from a lot of people about the car accidents and there just hasn't been that same level of push. I mean, I know there's a, there's a lot of us organizations out here doing this mm-hmm. and pushing for this, but I think it just hasn't gotten hasn't quite reached that level yet. that that car accidents has and I think it's time it does
1: have you guys and and it's terrible that it takes this in order for us to gain momentum but it seems to be a a trend um have you seen an uptick since the uh the Miller story has gotten out
2: yes yes um you know I think that I think that that's that's where the media has really caught on to it and I think that that's an important step that you know onto this and 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 get the information
1: out there um, yeah, i mean there has been you know in my time doing this a few you know high profile drowning cases uh, but this is i think the first one in the social media era and i'm hoping that you know because we you know have facebook now and you know the, the miller family in particular seems really keen on you know doing outreach um you know, I know that they've been talking to you know a lot of people that I know to make sure that they get their messaging correct and that they have the right information. And, yeah. um, you know, they seem really intent on you know trying to make bridge awareness. Um, hopefully it'll have a, you know, a bigger impact. You know, I remember, you know, um, Jack Nicholson's the, the golfer, you know, his, uh, grandchild drowned a long time ago, uh, here locally. And, um, obviously, you know, secretary of state Baker, um, Lost a, a grandchild, you know, a few tw- almost twenty years ago now, and that re- resulted in the Virginia Grand Baker Act, which um, is awesome, you know. So yeah, it seems like we kind of need these, you know, high-profile cases to push things forward. But I'm hoping this one will, you know, because of the, the time it's happened and Facebook and Instagram and, you know, the, the way the news has gravitated to it, that we'll see, you know, some really, you know. Not only attention, but maybe for the first time, um, re- actual scalable dollars heading towards right. it, which I'm curious to see what that'll do, you know.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Um, we I don't know. Have you have you seen the stuff from the Pool Safely campaign?
0: Um, some.
1: Yeah. Um. That, I think that's the last time we've seen, you know, an organization with with real resources and real money because it was the government um, and the Virginia Graham Baker Act. Um, mandated that a, a certain amount of dollars be put towards water safety. And, and those ads are amazing. If you go look at their videos, they're really, really good. Um, they're probably some of the best pool safety material out there. And, and for you guys, by the way, um, all their brochures, their pamphlets, their literature, um, right. all that stuff is free. They'll send it to you. You just have to ask for it. And they'll even put your logo on it, by the way. Um, they'll brand it for you. Wow. Uh, yeah. It's, and it's all completely free. They'll mail it to you. Um, yeah. I have, I have a warehouse for that stuff that I give out, you know, I, I try to.
0: Especially if from the beginning when we first started out, we have, and we do use pool safely water watcher tags. Yeah.
1: Correct? They're great. They do it. They do a great job. They have great stuff. And um, I know that in you know, the last couple of years, they've kind of gotten pushed down the list. They don't get funded as much as they used to. Yes. Um,
0: they've had a limit their water watcher tags. Yeah them by the thousands because we do go through them that yes that quickly but now um it's 200
1: yeah the new the new government isn't as keen on water safety apparently but um you know it is what it is but yeah yeah, hopefully you know maybe yeah i don't know new election whatever things will change but uh you know right now they've kind of had to scale back what they're doing so um how do you reach out to pediatricians i mean do you just literally just call them do you show up at their office do you do you protest outside like
2: (laughs) we just go in yeah Yeah. it's it's, it's several different ways um we go in um we just talk to them um kind of cold call kind of thing um yeah and uh but we also have ambassadors all around the country Mm -hmm. who um who you know go and do the same thing they have a heart for it they have um a lot of them are, are parents of children who have passed from drowning. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just go in and they say, hey, did you know that these are the statistics of drowning? And a lot of it, you know, it's interesting how quickly the pediatricians will respond when they hear the statistics. Mm-hmm. It, we really haven't had any trouble getting into their offices and talking to them about it because they really do. I mean, that's their heart. That's their job is to keep kids safe. Um, but um but yeah, I mean, so it's really not been too difficult to do it. Um and then we a lot of it too has been social media.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um Facebook and Instagram. We get um we get a lot of people calling us from there and saying, Hey, I would love to have this in our office. A lot of nurse practitioners mm-hmm. are calling us and, and advocating for us in their uh in their
0: clinics. So yeah. uh,
1: any yeah. uh, any OBGYNs?
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. We've had a great outpour since the Today's um, Parents article from Christy. Uh, We've had people from all over the U.S., um, like she was saying, nurse practitioners and nutritionists that have their own offices. We even had a photographer that um, takes photos of infants. She wants to um, use the pamphlets and take photos in ways that um, are a little bit different than just the norm um, photo of an infant. Um, So she wants to utilize our our water safety pamphlets with it. Uh, Just, I mean, we had a pharmaceutical, um, somebody who goes throughout pediatricians and wants to display our um, water safety pamphlets to each pediatrician she walks into. She's over um, 500 pediatricians now. And so we've had that opportunity. Um, So it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah,
2: I think once, you know, our first year, we really concentrated on knocking down doors and, mm-hmm. and, you know, trying to get them interested. And then after that, they just sort of took over and they've started to call us and say, hey, we've heard about your pamphlets. We'd really like to have them mm-hmm. um, or the trainings that we do yeah. as well. So, yeah.
1: What do the trainings entail?
2: Uh, so we go into schools, um, preschools and elementary schools uh, babysitters groups, anyone who has, uh, is a caregiver of a, of a child, of a young child. Um, and we just talk about, uh, we do a training about the statistics of drowning, how drowning happens, um, how you can make kids safer on the water, the layers of protection. Um, and, and that's basically it. Yeah. And then with the kids, we play some games focused on water safety um, and it was really cool. The other day, we were at an event mm-hmm. and we
0: had five or six kids come up, and they were like, Oh, you came to our school. Everybody so. knew us. It was so cool. It was so heartwarming yeah. because, you know, in this type of work, you don't really see the effects from it, you know, unless somebody really contacts you or outreaches to you. Um, but the kids, like, they knew us from like all different places like one said we went to their school another place said that it was at their daycare i mean it was just all different resources and that was really cool yeah that was that cool. quizzing them and they remembered yeah. the water safety mm-hmm. techniques that we taught mm-hmm. them so
2: yeah you know it's just good to see yeah. and hear that that um that they're listening
0: and that it's being effective yeah so. and guess what they were all boys oh wow yeah they were all boys it was so cool um, and another thing too is like we we notice that like when the when kids come to us when they approach us the parents are more willing to to listen because when you teach water safety the parents sometimes they take it as we're trying to teach them how to be a parent or parent their child their child and that's not the case the case is that we're trying to keep their children safe safer around the water you know but I think Do, like, due to Sorry, Judah's
2: story um, really impacts, I think, because, you know, we've noticed that we approach them and just start saying, hey, can we give you this water safety information? They're like, oh, yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. You know, probably throw it in the trash. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But if we approach them and say, you know, I want to tell you my story and I want to help keep your child safe because my child, you know, passed away from this. And um, that it's like a total different reaction. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, you know and it just like clicks in their
0: head oh if it can happen to her it can happen to me yeah and when she's at events and stuff and they they listen to her it's totally different totally different they're like oh i'm sorry and then you get a totally different reaction and then sometimes the mamas start crying you know but it helps them to to be able to put it into their own world mm-hmm. and to be able to say
2: okay you know what i need to take this seriously
1: Right, because it's easy to say, well, that happens to, you know, maybe the bad parents, right? But obviously talking to you and seeing you, it's pretty clear that's not the case, right? Um, obviously, you're you're vigilant and you're intelligent and well-spoken, and it's pretty clear you're not, you know, a, a crappy parent. Um, you. So, you know, speaking to you, I think anybody would, would get that impression. So, um, you know, the idea that, yeah, if it could happen to you, then, you know, then who, who else could it do, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, have you guys spoken to uh richard specht um he uh you know he he was a um a science teacher i think and he does um classroom presentations and he he does a lot of really cool stuff i don't know uh, uh,
0: honor his child
1: yeah i I, I don't know if you guys have considered swapping ideas with him for presentations because i know he does a lot of really he has like a little science experiment he does where um I, I i'm gonna get it wrong but essentially he combines things to water and it you know shows how you, know, you spread the message of water safety it's, it's cool but uh yeah we, do, we do one yeah,
0: yeah. What
1: that means.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how does it work we do one with oranges so we have an orange that is peeled and we have an orange that is not peeled and we ask the kids which one's going to sink and which one's going to float okay and Um, Then we let them put the oranges in and see which one sinks and which one floats. And it's the, the one that is peeled sinks and the Mm -hmm. one that is not peeled floats. And we stop so we talk about it's when we're talking about open water and always wearing your life jacket on open water and how, if you have your life jacket on, you're going to
0: float. And if you're not, if you don't, you could sink. And And we have three different um, life vests that we provide. So we'll put a, um, a big life vest on a small child and, and talk to them about does this you know does, does this fit, fit properly and then if it you know teaching them that um wearing a life vest is it, it's important to wear the proper life vest and the kids love that one mm-hmm. because we'll put the like toddler life vest yeah. on a really r- large child <laughs> nice. and then
2: we'll put and we'll <laughs> put the big life vest on yeah. a really tiny child and so the kids yeah. are laughing and stuff so yeah. we got them engaged yeah. right. and then we'll talk to them about how does it what does it look like when it
3: actually fits and yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah, I like I like the orange thing, too, because uh, it almost looks like a, a life fest, you know, Yes.
3: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. it, it um, matches. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Have you guys connected at all with the folks over at Families United to prevent drowning? Do you know about yes. that? Yeah. Uh,
3: yeah.
1: They're good folks. Have you been to an NDPA conference yet?
2: We have. Uh Our first one was last year. Oh,
1: I missed it. It's the first one I've been to Uh
3: Uh,
2: in in ages.
1: I was on the board and then vice president, but uh, yeah, over in Tampa. Yes.
3: Yeah.
2: It was, it was really, really good. We learned a lot and um, got a lot of information that's Uh helped us along the way and Uh met a lot of really great people who are Uh really dedicated to, to water safety. So it was really, really good.
1: Yeah, I I think it's important because it's, you know, when you're kind of working in your own silo and you're doing your own thing, you don't realize that you might be reinventing the wheel of something that's been done 77 times before, you know? So the NDPA is a great place to kind of meet people and kind of see not only what other people are doing, but what they're not doing. So you can, you know, maybe, maybe find your your spot, you know?
3: Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I I was going to say, I think it was, Sherry. It could be wrong though. Um, who yes. said at the NDPA conferences where she found, you know, where she wanted to, you know, what she wanted to do, which I thought was really cool, you know.
0: Yeah, that's where we met, Sherry.
1: Oh wow! Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: and we've we've partnered with her on a couple of things now, so it's uh-huh. been it's yeah. been really good, because um, she's not too far away from us, uh-huh. so um, so we've been able to partner with her and and you know promote her and what she's doing uh-huh. and. Um. Really exciting watching her her organization grow like it
0: mm-hmm. is. Um, yeah. So yeah.
1: Yeah. It's some yeah. Awesome things going. Yeah, she's time. also chosen a really cool niche. You know. Uh, you know, I, I like the idea of equipping you know uh, par- paramedics and firefighters and police officers and people. Um, yeah. I'm getting you know a couple of her you know systems for my house because why wouldn't you have that? Um, right you know it's it's a cool idea and i think she's onto something and i'd never uh before talking to her i don't think i had never heard that before you know, no one has ever recommended to me to have an oxygen um you know tank essentially here the house
3: yeah. you know yeah. just like you would a fire
1: extinguisher and yeah. you know it, it amazed me is you know as deep in this for as long as i've done it that no one's ever suggested that before so i was right. you know i thought that was really cool that she's kind of doing something unique you know yeah. yeah
2: and and how she's focusing on um, what happens if it does happen? Right. Now, what do you do if it does happen? Where a lot of us are focusing on the prevention side of things, but you know you forget that we've also got to focus on how do we prevent uh-huh. the traumatic brain injury? How do we prevent the um, the deaths that are happening if it does happen? Because uh-huh. we all know that we can only be safer around the water. We can't be totally safe uh-huh. around the water. So yeah. I, I love that she's chosen to focus on, on that side of things. I think it's going to be a huge help.
1: 100 percent so why do you think drowning is such a big problem in texas in particular i mean lots of states have pools you know lots of states have water lots of states are hot uh but for some reason texas in particular seems to have a problem
0: we're we're so big yeah and um like you said we're we're on the water um i don't know if you heard this but uh this is the first year that our county is not leading drownings oh wow Yes, in Texas since 2013. Wow! And we're praying that uh, the Judah Brown project itself is making a difference, it's making an impact. We, yeah. um, last year, um, we had 107. And this year um, alone, we have 67. But in wow. Harris, uh, yeah, Harris County alone, we've had five drownings, and two of them are under the age of four. And then um, last year, we had about 18.
1: That's really cool. And, and I imagine it has to be because of you, right? It'd be, you know, it'd be silly to think it wasn't, you know.
2: Yeah. We're praying that mm-hmm. that's making some kind of impact. Right? Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, I think the fact that like pretty much every, you know, most people in Texas has a pool or has access to a pool. And then like she mm-hmm. said, the, the size of Texas. Mm-hmm just this year numbers we
0: have a lot of we have a lot of people here yeah and um and uh we also don't have the laws of fencing around no we don't we don't it's a totally optional Mm -hmm. here and i
1: was gonna say i think you're one of the few states in the sunshine belt we'll call it that doesn't have any pool safety regulation
2: yes it's way too relaxed on regulations
1: And I think probably part of the culture as well. You know, there's a, uh, you know, I'll just watch my kid kind of thing. And, you know, as we know, you know, almost 70% of, you know, people, um, of parents were responsible for supervising the child when, you know, the child drowned and most were thought to be inside the house. And, you know, a good chunk of those were thought to be sleeping in their bedrooms. And, you know, the, the, uh, I always say that the people who say that they will just watch their kid and they watch them all the time, like, no, I don't need a fence or, you know, I, I always watch my kid. Uh, those are the ones that scare the crap out of me. Yes, you know, sure. the, the, the mom who says like, no, I can't keep up. That kid's too fast. Um, I, I need something. Yeah. Those, that's like, that's a realistic mom right there. She knows yeah. what the deal is. You know, the, the always the I always watch my mom. People are the the scary ones. You know, yes.
2: and, and I get that. We get that a lot. Yeah. Oh, I always watch my kid. I don't have to worry about mm-hmm. that.
1: Right. And I'm like,
2: I always watch my kids, too. And it still happens yeah. to me. Right. Or perfect and you can't have your attention on yeah. them hundred percent of the time. Yeah. You just sure. can't. You're
0: yeah. or I, I don't have a pool in my backyard, I don't need to worry about water safety. Um we get so many so many different um reasons why they watch their children, you know, around water. And quital jumpers are such a big I mean such an epidemic, you know.
2: Yeah, we don't recommend puddle jumpers because of uh, I mean, Judah was in a puddle jumper and he um what I didn't realize is that it was giving him a false sense of security. It was teaching him that he could swim when he mm-hmm. really couldn't. Um so that when he the whole reason he um he went into the water is because he thought he could swim. He was trying to get to his siblings. Um and uh and he didn't realize that he needed the puddle jumper to do that, that he hadn't been, a- that he's not able to swim yet. Um, and so I tell moms that I said, you know, it's not that the device itself is, is a bad thing, but that it teaches your child the wrong thing. Um, and it also puts them in a vertical position in the water, um, which is the wrong position to be in for the ch- child to be able to to breathe. Um, that's the position of drowning as a vertical position in the water. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So had, had Judah been swimming earlier that day?
2: He had, yeah, he was, um, we were actually at the pool at the time that it happened. Um, and I had taken him out of the pool, um, because when well, he had come out, he was, he was tired and, and cold. And so he went to his daddy and his daddy said, um, you know, go see your mama. And so he came over to me and, um, I took the puddle jumper off of him because he, I couldn't get the towel over him with it on. So, uh, and I sat him next to me, um, and we were watching the kids, uh, in the pool. The other kids were on the other side of the pool. And, um, I did a head count, looked around and Judah wasn't there. And, um, so we quickly got up and looked for him and and that's when we found him in the pool.
1: and how long do you think about was he under
2: a few minutes maybe maybe because it it was about a minute between when I sat him down and when I looked for him again um and then it took a minute or two to find him
1: was it at a a public pool
2: it was at an apartment pool where we were at our friends' um
1: and was it it wasn't lifeguarded And you know, I think the you know the first thing people think about when something like this happens is is like you said, you know, why don't people know about it? And you know, I, I think it starts with pediatricians. You know, like, like you said, uh, those first points of contact. You know, the uh, you know the, the pediatric dentist and you know the people in the hospital, the OB GYNs. You know, I had a, a dental hygienist on a few few weeks ago and she was saying that the recommendation for you know when you first go to the dentist that was your first tooth right the first you know the baby has the first tooth you should go to the dentist right and, and the first time a kid's in water is in the hospital is that first bath and I thought well it should be the same thing right the first time the kid touches water there should be yeah. some instruction on water safety you know mm-hmm. and you know
0: what would be really cool Eric is like if um the baby while the babies are getting um a bath Mm-hmm. the The nurse is sitting there talking to them about the layers of protection for water safety. Maybe get a pamphlet because at that moment, new moms are a mom that's that's already ha- you know been a mom before um they'll they'll listen at that time It's just such a crucial moment you know um. So they want to keep believe.
2: their babies completely safe, yeah. So they're really focused on that at that time. So it's a really good time to get information to them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, um, and it's one of the things we want to do is get into maternity wards and mm-hmm. be able to get our pamphlets in
0: there, um, yeah. teach it like breast breastfeeding, you know, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, or the car seat thing, like we said, you know, there's you know, that's built into the culture, right? You know, you would be the worst mom ever, if you stuck your, you know, infant in the back seat of a car and drove home without a car seat, right? You know, they yeah. would you get pulled over, you'd be arrested. Yeah, um right? you'd, you'd get your kid would get taken away for child abuse. Uh, but you can take the same kid, you know, home in the car seat to a house with a pool with no fence, with no lessons, with no training, what? with the back door wide open and and no one thinks twice about it. You know? Yeah. There's
0: uh, an analogy. Um you know, a pool um, is is so similar to like a burning building. So you you have two different scenarios, right? And you're calling everybody to the burning building, and as you're calling the people to the burning building, you're telling them um, to come to the fire, right? A uh, pool is the same thing.
3: You so know.
0: it's just uh, it's just different because it's not fire, you know. But yeah. we, we but treat we tell, it just like fire. But we
2: tell people. We tell people, you know, we tell people to stay away from the burning building, but uh-huh. we don't tell people yeah. or to be safe. We don't tell people, um, you know, to stay away from the water until you um, you can respect it, until you can, you know, give get get the skills that you need for it. Uh-huh. Um, to be careful around it, we tell them, "Hey, come on in. This is uh-huh. a fun place to be," uh-huh. you know, without e- actually talking to them about the risks of the water and. Uh-huh. respect the water before
1: you go and have fun in it you know um bonnie miller's wife morgan put it away i hadn't heard before um in her interview she she said now when she looks at the pool she sees you know it's it's a lion it's a kidnapper it's a you know it's it's a dangerous you know dark thing that's in her backyard and you know that that's a great way to think about it you know this is it's literally it's a kidnapper it's something it steals children um and and if you think of it like that, that it's, you know, a hungry lion in your backyard waiting to reach out and get you. Um, that is a, a much more realistic depiction, actually, of, of what's going on, than you know, your backyard oasis paradise. Um, yeah. And, and like I, said, I think I think, you know, everything you guys are doing and, you know, the work that's happening you know, around the country and the other organizations, uh, I'm hoping the biggest change we're having is a change in the, the culture. i think it's you know you know between you know the millers and all the nonprofits and the dpa and you know Mm -hmm. things like this podcast you know we're kind of hammering the message home over and over again and it's you know it's permeating throughout the culture that people are starting to respect the pool like you said like a burning building or like like firearm safety right you wouldn't you know pick up a gun if you didn't know how to use it you know you shouldn't get in a pool if you don't know how to swim in it Uh, you know that there's these kind of rules of engagement and I think that's, hopefully we're we're making some kind of difference. And like you said, you know, the numbers in your area have gone down. Uh, I've heard that in other areas where we have nonprofits. Um, I know the numbers here haven't been as great, you know. So, you know, hopefully we start to see some kind of national trend.
0: Yeah. We went to um, watch lessons not too long ago. And um, there was a parent there that said that he actually, they got their daughter in lessons because of, Judah Brown project. Oh. And that was exciting to hear. You know. That's cool. Uh it's just exciting to hear that kind of um feedback because we just don't always hear the positive from from all of this.
2: You you, you know how many drownings there are every year, mm-hmm. but you don't know how many have been saved from right. from drowning because of all the nonprofits and because of all the you know the Bodie Miller stories and mm-hmm um and things like that you you just don't know so it's really nice to hear from -hmm. parents hey you know your your organization has impacted me and i'm going to keep my child safer around the water because of you and because of judah and you know because of 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 rory or because of Mm -hmm. um you know Mm -hmm. kareem or whoever Mm -hmm. um that these children are being safer Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah. yeah we've said that um a lot with the pool fences right there's you know there's no way to know you know which family got a pool fence and their kid didn't drown you know
3: right.
1: and, and it kind of i mean uh, obviously i don't want to know who would have died but it would have been if it would be cool to have the numbers you know yeah, uh, be. because i think there has to be right i mean you, you, there's no way you can install you know thousands of pool fences over 30 years and there hasn't been someone who's you know you know grown up now even and has their own kids that that wouldn't have made it otherwise you know some ones i think yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's a cool thing, you know, so, so what's your plan going forward? You know, what do you guys have in the, you know, plan for the future? What's, you know, what's your goal? What's the kind of dream vision if you had to have one?
2: So I think, um, to be able to get our pamphlets into, uh, offices nationwide and to be able to see the, um, uh, the AAP change their, um, their regulations and, and basically make it, make it, um mandatory for pediatricians mm-hmm. to talk to parents about water safety in their, uh, in their checkups with the well checkups for the kids. We'd like to see
0: that happen. Um, and, um, do you have, uh, um, just, um, it being talked about by any healthcare provision profession, um, pro- professional, you know, whether it be a pediatrician or a dentist, um, not just, you know, in pediatricians' offices too. Yeah, preschools as well. Yeah, we could get
2: into school. I would love to see because Australia has this, and we don't, um, where it's swimming lessons. Um, they have it in the schools, and it's government funded, so that there's no barrier between um, being able to learn to save yourself, being able to learn to swim, mm-hmm.
3: um,
2: and because right now it's kind of the privilege of the mm-hmm. wealthy. Or the you know semi wealthy, mm-hmm. um, it's very expensive, and I don't think it should mm-hmm. be that way. So I would love to see the government understand how important it is, and how it's more of a right than it should. It should be more of a right than a privilege, mm-hmm. um, and uh, be able to uh, subsidize
0: that so that everyone can learn mm-hmm. instead of just you know people who can afford mm-hmm. it. <laughs> because right now foundations are having to raise so much funding to provide lessons for children. And, as we all know, this is the last layer of protection, right so um it's it's just so crucial you know that children have these lessons and the the lessons that make a difference swim, float, swim, you know, not just lessons, some lessons
1: yeah Melissa Sutton, who's the president of the n d p a yeah. the running French alliance, she just got back from a a tour in Australia. she was there, I think almost a month, and um Maybe maybe not I might be wrong about that. she's probably gonna kill me, but um she, she you know she was really impressed with you know kind of the water safety infrastructure that they had going on there um you know she talked about the Royal life saving society and how they've been around for over a hundred years. you know they've yeah. been doing this a long long time, and it's part of the government, and you know we don't have any kind of equivalent like that here yeah, and yeah.
3: we need that. and I
2: think that that. I think that that is, is going to be crucial to getting this nationwide and to getting all of this, mm-hmm. st- like a nationwide structure, mm-hmm. is, to, is, is to get, um, you know, a, a government agency that does mm-hmm. focus on water
1: safety. Have you spoken to the American Academy of Pediatrics yet?
2: We
0: have, we're
1: have. we in, in the process
0: of trying to get in contact with them, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're in the
1: process.
0: You know her husband's from Australia. I do not yeah he's australian <laughs> very
1: cool and what is you know does he uh, how long has he been here
2: he's been here about six years
1: okay so pretty recent so what is his opinion on the difference between water safety in australia and here
2: oh it's he. he's he was shocked at how little mm-hmm. it happens here and how how little structure we have around it here he was absolutely shocked and appalled really by yeah, because he, he said it's so much different there. They, every child learns how to swim, uh-huh. if not private lessons, and they learn in school. Um, and they, they have um, they have water safety information all over the place in Australia. It's just not. It's a culture of you need to be safe around the water. And here is just not. Um, so, you know, they're surrounded by water and most of their population is around the water. Uh, they don't have a lot of population in the middle. Um, so, uh, so I mean, yeah, it's, it's important for them and it should be
1: here. Uh, Kate, who works with me and you, I don't know if you've ever seen us do Jeopardy, but she's, she does Jeopardy with me. Um, Mm -hmm. she went to college in Australia and she, um, was a competitive swimmer in college, Mm -hmm. uh, in the States. So she was in the college in the U.S., did competitive swimming, did very well, uh, won a lot, went to Australia, figured she'd do the same thing and uh immediately figured out that she um is good in america but she is bottom of the rung in australia that she just isn't you know up to the standards of what they consider a good swimmer and you know she's like yeah because they start at birth like they swim their entire lives she goes you know i'm a really good swimmer for an american and i am a crappy swimmer in australia um so so much so that she quit doing it she's like i can't i can't keep up with these people they're amazing um but yeah i mean so even that alone you can just tell that they're you know experience with the water is you know so much deeper than we have here Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah well when kids are if there's a child swimming alone in the pool in australia and it's not and they're not with a parent you know they could be fine um yeah it's it's very different here in the states very very different very relaxed Here.
1: I, i know they have a national pool fence law that every pool has to have a fence um yeah. I, I might not like what kind of fence that is but it, you know it's a still a fence it's better than a better than nothing you know nothing. Yeah, yeah absolutely so yeah. do you guys have any events coming up or
0: we we have quite a bit <laughs> going on um it, it's you know day to day uh we people will call us and say can you come uh so it's one of those things where um you know every day is something different or so we We're have
2: we have a, a garage sale coming mm-hmm. up. We're mm-hmm. um, trying to raise money so that we can provide more pamphlets to people. We got uh-huh. an influx of requests for pamphlets with the uh-huh. article that came out on the Today Show, and um, uh, so we're we're working on that right now. Mm-hmm. And we also have a, a meeting where we're work, we're going to be um, training uh, nurse practitioners okay. for Kelsey Siebold a Group yeah. um, soon. So that's in September as yeah. well. Yeah, and uh, so. We're planning a run next year.
0: Yeah, we're looking at, at planning a, a first annual gene project fun yeah. run. Okay. She loves to run. She's a runner, oh. so that's been one of our goals: is to plan a run. And nice.
2: we, expect, we expect to be
0: in schools this
2: year. We were in mm-hmm. two schools last year yeah. doing uh, in our in our local school district doing our um, our trainings every day. Um, so we we reached eight hundred. 1,600
0: kids. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, 1,600 students just in two schools. Two schools. Oh.
2: Um, and this year we've been invited into more schools and we've mm-hmm. been invited to another school district
0: yeah. in, in the area. So we'll be busy doing those mm-hmm. trainings as well. And we're about to meet with um, counselors from all different school districts in Texas um, to speak to different schooling, schools as well.
1: Yeah. So. That's really cool. I haven't actually seen your Today Show um, interview. How did that happen?
0: It's on um, Today's Parents. Okay. And Today's Show shared it. has shared it and Hoda and Kathy Lee. Um, and then it kind of just went from there.
2: Nice. <laughs> it, was an art play. it was interesting. Yeah. I um, I was on a Facebook page talking about some water safety with someone and it happened to be a contributor to uh, the Today Show Uh and also a contributor to a few other places like Huffington Post. Uh And she just said, you know, I want to tell your story, but it's, it's too much for my venue. So, um, let me talk to my editor. And so she, she did, she spoke with her editor and got back with me and asked me to write a story for, uh, for them. And then, um, they ended up putting it on their, on their, uh,
1: today's show so yeah i actually did read that then okay i i I thought maybe it was a a tv thing but no i read the article it's it's really good yeah
0: Yeah, it's houston chronicle has really platformed our foundation um it's all been such a god thing um all these media sources have all all reached out to us we haven't reached out to any of them so it's been such a blessing um and since then it's just been amazing yeah. we get calls all the time can you do an interview sure yeah. it's different you know because we're just so low-key you know yeah
1: thing. and they want to do it in the next 12 minutes you know
0: Yes, yeah. yes <laughs> yes can you yeah. get all these people together right. too right not just right. yourself like get yeah. everybody together. Yeah. sure yeah.
1: in front of a pool with a fence you know
0: yes right.
2: that's yeah. right yes. Yeah. <laughs> And we're like in the middle of the grocery store with the
3: kids, and we're like,
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. I've definitely done that way more times than I'd like to admit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know, I know I definitely didn't have 12 things going on. I'll stop that and meet you at my house with a pool fence. No problem. Yeah. No big deal. That's
0: great. I think my favorite part is being, um, Chrissy's family being on the front page of the Houston Chronicle, um, honoring, honoring Judah in a way, you know, that, uh, that is impactful.
1: Very cool. Well, anything else you guys would like to share with people before we wrap this up here? Mm, No, I
3: can think of.
1: Where where can folks find you?
3: Uh,
2: www.judabrownproject.org
0: And it's spelled J-U-D-A-H, brown like the color project. We get a lot of people that ask, How do you spell Judah? <laughs> <laughs> We're also on
2: Facebook and Instagram so they can just look up Judah Brown Project on either one of those and then get in contact with us that way too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and if anybody wants our water safety pamphlets, we would love to give them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so
1: yeah. And and if so there was one thing you wished, you know, doctors told people what, what what would it be? Drowning is the number one
2: cause of death. If of accidental death in one to four year olds and number two and two to 14 and um, four to 14.
0: And, you know, you need to, you need to provide layers of protection for your children. Perfect. Another thing too, I just wanted to mention is that um, the Judy Brown project is unique and we honor children that have passed away from drowning. So our shirts, I don't know if you know Eric, but our shirts mm-hmm. have children on the back of them.
1: Yeah, um, I do. Really cool.
0: So, um, so that if families, um, want their child to be honored, we are more than happy to bring them into our children's memorial, remember their life and talk about them. And during, um, no, it's just not a children's memorial. We honor them throughout the year. So in we'll give them. Yeah. And so we do, um, care packages. Uh, we send them out on their birthdays. Um, if we do hear of a child that has passed, um, they get a special care package, um, sent to the family.
1: That's really
2: cool. So if anybody has, has, knows of someone who is, who has had a drowning
0: happen, let us know. And we we would love to be able to send them a a gift package. It does need to to be the parent, um, guardian. Uh, we do have, um, sign and releases as well that need to be signed before.
1: You know, we, um, you know, that kind of, Goes along with our our save a life program. You know, we have a program for anyone who's had a fatal or non fatal drowning. We we donate a pool fence. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, if you have anybody that you get in touch with that's had a, a drowning recently, you know, and they have a pool, let me know so that we can make sure they get a fence. You know.
3: Absolutely,
1: thank uh, you. Yeah, thank you. very cool. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you doing this.
3: Yeah, yeah thank, thank you. you.
1: Yeah, keep up the good work, and you guys can stop cuddling now and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, uh,
0: we have to go out with a bang. Yeah, I know. yeah,
1: why not? Right? And we'll see you guys soon. All right.
3: All right. All right. Have a great day. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye.